This is episode 272 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel Chiri Chiri Bomb Bomb Marzano. Ooh. I wonder if that's a copyright strike. You did that pretty well. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> you gotta Will, like, distort your sound. Uh, <laughs> Will, list paralysis has set in. Hey, Wood. I'm sure I'll figure out what I'm going to fly before I pack. Surely. (laughs) And Ryan, time is flying too fast. Stan Azuski. I'm also in moderate list paralysis. Gen Con's like around the corner. I don't know what to do. And my son turns eight months tomorrow. Time flies too fast. Agreed. 100% agreed. As for announcements and news, we were talking about in a pre-show, Gen Con is around the corner it is within days um we're gonna be there setting up wednesday uh because if we haven't said it out loud, i know i've told a bunch of people i don't know if it's official so amg slash asmodi is footing the bill for the internet at gen con uh for us to stream so thank you to them so stream brought to you by asmodi they didn't say i could officially say that i can't like put that on the stream but if they ask me to i will whatever i don't care but yeah i just want i I want people to know like that's a big deal we're going to be streaming thursday friday and saturday uh and there's there's x-wing on sunday too right is that the cut is the cut on sunday finals so right yeah and so i just want to make sure i just want to make sure i want to make sure (laughs) so uh, should be a good time and they invited us to get set up on wednesday so that will be very very helpful. Also, today's podcast brought to you by your GSP patrons. I did post today on Discord. Uh, I got in from uh, my family vacation uh, this morning slash last it was this morning it was four o'clock in the morning but anyway um that shipments did end up getting delayed uh from our shipper they said they had an issue with uh the manufacturing of the acrylics but things should begin to ship out this week uh, a little bit before gen con and i will actually have physically in hand the stuff from gen con so it exists it exists there was just uh, a bit of an oopsie that happened and uh, those should be uh remedied very soon so that they can get shipped out um today we're gonna start with a very easy a um nothing but net here question of the week it comes from solfinia on discord and the question is on vizier the tie reaper i know that reapers can execute their aileron maneuvers while ionize but does it trigger his ability to to perform a coordinate off of the adaptive ailerons does that work yay or nay and the answer is no and why is that will because if you are fully ionized you can only perform focus actions that's correct you know he did do the ailerons uh and would be allowed to coordinate can only focus while ionized that's right so the order the order of that steps is ailerons can i do the ability the answer is no because you're ionized you perform the ionized maneuver and then you are no longer ionized as long as you have that token no no way jose no coordinate action man reapers can ailerons while ionized yeah uh wow that's still a very fast ship uh (laughs) that's pretty impressive 
That's right. That's right. Now, uh, we're going to start with uh, a little uh, – we're a little bit behind because I was out of town. Uh, but I do want to address something that, uh, that did come up uh, a week and a little bit ago. All right? So we're going to go ahead and pull it up here. So if you're not aware, the, uh, the creator of Tabletop.to, who we have uh, worked closely with to, uh, to run our, our X-Wing tournaments and all that – Made a post on uh, on his website, trying to get it nice and center here for you guys. Uh, basically, that um, October is the last month that TTT will exist. Now, I will tell you, once this got – my phone absolutely blew up after this announcement happened because the question is, what are we going to do, right? What's going to happen? Is this going to affect galaxies, X, Y, and Z? And – the answer is the reason why that's October 31st and not sooner is because of galaxies. I will tell you that. Uh, Dennis came to me and he said he basically all this stuff that he says here where uh, essentially he no longer has time to take care of the website anymore. Um, he was planning on shutting it down sooner, uh, but asked like Dion when when can when would it be okay with you guys you guys are financially supported and all that when can um when can we shut it down and I said if you could keep it open till November 1st or October 31st that would be greatly helpful that way we can finish out galaxies get all the data we need and uh, and it would be done from there so um I will say it has been absolutely an amazing ride for tabletop.to and uh you know I wish uh Dennis all the well because it, it's something absolutely free that he made and uh shout out to the different X-wing devs that basically reached out to him almost instantaneously and we're trying to build a solution now uh that can take over once november hits uh will it look different will it still have all the tournament data that was in there before probably not um but it's it's uh it's been awesome and uh, i look forward to seeing where it comes from I, I i did see some negative reaction to this like what the heck but i mean it, the guy's been doing it for free for years right so it's all right i get it I get it. We get tired sometimes. Um, and I will tell you guys, the biggest thing that he was telling me about is basically when he created tabletop.to, uh, he is a, a, a developer, right? A, a web developer. Uh, it was very early in his career and he's gotten better and better and better. And it's very unstable is how he explained it to me. I am I know very little about coding but essentially is the amount of work to keep it going um is even for small changes is uh, extensive uh, a lot of bugs and it essentially needs a full rewrite at this point is what it needs um and and yeah there you go our, our boy james in the chat says there's a lot of band-aid fixes in there and uh he just doesn't doesn't have it at this point it is the bill and ted's phone booth after like the final trip with like the bubble gum and the soup cans and keeping it together 
pretty pretty so, much is yeah. where we're, is where we're at there. <laughs> I like that reference, Marcel. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. So uh, you know, again, we we wish Dennis well and thank him for thinking about the Galactic Championships and saying, "Hey, let's let let you guys ride it out. We'll have our finale, and uh, and then find a new solution for the fu- for the uh, future seasons." But uh, wanted to go ahead and hit that. The next thing, Marcel, I want to yeet it over to you. How has XTC been doing? Me, you need to talk to the captain. I I, I know, but I, like usually <laughs> you're the one that brings it. Uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so actually the Swiss is over. There was five rounds, so we got the top ten teams in. Um, we've got the top ten teams playing already, already selected, and um, I think I, I I don't. I think we maybe got one or two surprises but um for the most part i i think it's uh, i'd be interested to see how it matches up versus what we originally had said you know our original predictions uh, about a month ago mm-hmm. um but yeah good times and i think the final will be happening in uh, august what is that well 20 the same as uh, galaxies i think right yeah, it, that is correct. The twenty second. Now, no, now you're making now, now you're making me question it. I think it's the twenty seventh, or is it twenty second? Anyway, it'll 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 happen August twenty seventh is I think the Friday. But uh, as it's in European time zone, I'll shake shake my fist at that. Uh, yeah. Where it's at some point. There will be a majority non-Europeans making the cut at XTC, and we will force uh, the final <laughs> to be in a different time zone. But for now, uh, well, even right now, you've got—we'll uh, go through them. But we got one, mm-hmm. two, uh, only three, four. We've got four out of yeah, six. Four. Not, it's four to six. Yeah, four out of six not European. <laughs> So that would be uh, Canada, U.S., Philippines, and Australia. Not not European time zones, but everyone else is. Um, all right, so they, they can have it this time, but this this will be the last. Do you want to go through the um, through through the results, Bill, or just real quick for? Yeah, for I listed the amounts. Let's see if. Uh, oh, I think I still have the uh, the challenge pulled up because you asked me about it. Yeah, uh, I don't think the challenge is up to date, but you've, you've no, got to listen there. No, it's not, but uh, I, uh, we know the winners, though, okay. uh, as games are wrapping up uh, for this final week. Uh, starting with Group A, Spain, and uh, that is the Czech Republic. Um, I guess I'm looking at two different things, right? Uh, yes, uh, they take it out of Group A uh, over Wales, Malaysia, and South Africa. Uh, there was a bunch of ties, two different ties in Group A. Uh, that's absurd. Anyways, Group B, uh, Germany uh, claims it. And I got to double check on this one because this one was actually really close. Uh, that would be, oh, Australia pulls it off. We just uh, we just said that they had gotten in there. Uh, group C is USA and Canada. Let's go North America. That's what's up. 
they man, we're good, but they better look out for Canada though too. Uh, group D is uh, England and the uh, the Philippines. They both made it in, and then Group E uh, was all Ireland, and I believe this one was also very close. Um, Italy, I believe yeah. Italy pulled it off um, with a uh, three-way tie For between Norway, place, yeah. Norway, and Mexico. So really close there. Um, in so you had in that e. one, you had Ireland at four zero. Norway, mm. Italy, and Mexico all at two and two, and then uh, Scotland zero and four. So it was, um, I think that was the closest one, right? That was the uh, yes. I mean, all the other all the other groups had a three and one uh, that uh, had made it in. Um, in fact, I believe, uh, uh, yes, that that is correct. Yeah, I was gonna, uh, I was thinking that there was another tie, but no, that was that was definitely the closest one. Uh, so yeah, uh, congratulations uh, on all those teams uh, who made it in, uh, and obviously everybody for um, playing in a lot of uh, what I would say like up and coming teams, new teams to XCC, anyways this year. So that's always good to see. Yeah, out of those, I mean, let's see, Spain is a return from last year, returning top ten. Czech is not. Germany is not. They missed the cut last year, I believe, right? E no, no, they made the cut. So no, they're they returning the cut, from last year. It just wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah, it made the yeah, cut, but that didn't do great. Australia is, is Australia. new. Australia. Uh, no, <laughs> they might as well be due. Yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah they're new because they, yeah. they did not show up last year. So Canada did not make it last year either. So we've got uh, Philippines... Canada, Australia, and Czech as new to the top 10. And then the other six teams are returning from last year's top 10. So I think that's a pretty good, um, that's a pretty good spread. Uh, will, uh, William, who's going to get second place? And I want to hear, because uh, you know who's getting first. All right, non-USA. Who, who are you guys thinking is going to get top non-USA and bottom non-USA? I'm just uh, curious. Before, before, before we do that, though, I want to slide in here. And if mm. you remember, when XCC started, we made predictions. All right? We made predictions, and I brought up the record. And I would like to congratulate Ryan for getting the most picks correct here now we only did top and group but in my mind like it's essentially saying tick pick a team who you think is going to end up making the cut and ryan ends up getting four out of his five picks making uh making it into the final stage uh second place will with three correct and myself and uh and marcel at the lowly bottom tied for last with only two being correct man, man i'm really i'm really glad we all right. got hmm? none of us got group d right not yep. oh, oh, well, I'm all. I'm glad we all got group C right. Oh, right. <laughs> now uh, that was, was USA for the audio listeners that remember that was where USA was at. All right, so sorry, Marcel. What, what was the the challenge slash question you had there? Um, 
just I, th I think just the same way we did predictions last year. I'm, I'm curious to see what our predictions are for this year. Like who's who's our who's our top non-US and bottom non-US? Or actually, you can even say top US and top. Like, like last year, remember we did the top three, bottom three. Yeah. Out of the, out of ten. Yeah. I mean, well, we can now. Do we want to do like top two, bottom two, since we have a little less no. this year? No, there was still ten last year. No. It was it was oh, the top ten. ten. I got, okay, it was the same. Yeah. I got I got mine. Uh, if you guys give you give you some time to think about. I'll, I'll need a minute to set it up. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. All right. Um, oh no, I have it from last year. Okay, we'll just edit. We'll just edit the one go. from last year. There you go. Uh, save as. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll switch here and bring it out. So this is last year. What we did. And for whatever reason, it's frozen. One moment, please. Hello. Well, that's awkward. So go. <laughs> while while I wait for that to respond, save us, save us an editable uh, document. Oh, okay. I, I, know, I know what I did. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So what? What? Uh, are, so we had we had our teams, right? We have it for, yeah. on our on our uh, on our notes. Got it. All right, cool. Yeah. I, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I am going with Canada. Uh, they got uh, some unknown talent. We got a chance to play them, uh, and uh, we – so close. Um, but uh, they were some real competition – uh, I guess if I'm using those, be honest, they were the only competition, and and that was a three-two. That was very close. Now, no, don't disrespect to Switzerland, Serbia, and Hungary, but we won those four-one and five-zero. Oh. Hand that was the only, yeah. yeah, those were the only ones that were like uh, a close Fair match, enough. and I believe Canada yeah. also did four-one or five-zero oh against everyone else as well. Yeah, like we were the I only mean, ones that uh, get two wins they, on them. Uh, the Swiss, Serbia, and Hungary—they all had great lists. Uh, it was—it was tough no, to they, match. They were good them, matches, but, but I think there was like a separate, like a clear like, divide between. We, uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, all the U.S. guys have been playing for like five years, uh, or more. So, uh, using that experience to help us through. But yeah, so I'm saying Canada, and uh, while it would be easy to pick on Italy, who got in at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I think it's going to be England. Uh, they uh, did beat the Philippines. Fair enough. Philippines are coming back in, too. Um, but uh, I don't think those guys are ready for the cup. Um, oh, man, so you say uh, you're putting the them on the bottom? Is that, is that yeah, I'm putting them on the bottom. Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, no, Canada uh, as my non-USA pick, England. We'll no, we're see. doing top three uh, and bottom three. We're not going like top for sector. Yeah. Jeez, I got to pick three of them? Just say three uh, of them. Get top three on bottom. I'm going to take then also uh, Germany. And uh, my wild card pick for top is going to be Australia. You can pick us as well. Well, oh, oh, well, then it's not non-US. Get, get get Germany, <laughs> get Germany out of there. We're gonna go. We're gonna go USA, Canada, and Australia. 
Now, I don't think our service is going to do great, but maybe my encouragement will help them out. You know? <laughs> All right. So I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. Uh, my bottom three, England. Uh, uh, I think they had an easy bracket. Uh, so I, I will see what they do in real competition. And mm. I guess uh, I'll put uh, Italy. And... Oh, man, not too many other ones. Uh, check, I guess. Sorry, check. I mean, three of them have excited. to be on the bottom, right? You have no excited, choice. Excited to see you in there, but uh, it's unfortunate that I'm going to put you on my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here. I'm gonna jump in here. Um, so top, I'm gonna I'm gonna go USA. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna believe in Italy. All right, in pizza I trust. Okay, and um, I would say I I kind of want to throw Australia in there as well, but. But I, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. It's, it's my, um, I'm taking a risk on this bet in order to try to beat you guys. So I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be cheering on all Ireland to see, uh, to see if they can close it out. On the bottom, whoops, undo. On the bottom. Uh, we're going to go ahead and say, uh, I mean, it's just fun to pick on England. So I think we're going to do it right. It's historical. It's, it's required. <laughs> um, and now I don't want to insult really anybody else, but, um, let's, uh, Again, we're gonna we're gonna reach. We're gonna reach. I really liked Team Spain, but this is uh this is a hedge to try to win the game. I'll put Spain and uh, <laughs> Nobby in the chat saying I could just put England three times. Would that count as three points? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that that's how it works. Uh, and and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put uh what's what's the abbreviation for Philippines? Is it M Y S? MYS is Malaysia. This Malaysia. What's what's the just I don't know, G, G H I All right. There I think go. it's F I L. I don't know. There you go. And, and I want to put Philippines speak. on the bottom. We'll put the Philippines on the bottom for motivation. For motivation. Prove me wrong. All right. I'm done. All right. I got mine. Go for it. Um. Top, we have USA. We have our neighbors to the north, Canada. We have all Ireland. I picked them in my original predictions to make top in that bracket, and they showed up in no blemish as far as I'm as far as these this challenge bracket shows. So, uh, bottom, um, I'm gonna say time honor tradition, England. <laughs> um, then we go uh, the reigning champs, Italy. I I don't think they look that great this year. 
And then I don't personally know enough about Czech Republic to back them any further. And I think everyone else that'd be left there, like Spain, Germany, Australia, or Philippines, were all close to that top three. And I didn't check what Czech Republic was towards the bottom, so they got shifted to the bottom three. All right, Marcel. All right, here comes the, the, uh, the Gold Squadron's greatest trash talker. Here he comes. <laughs> All right, let's start with the trash talk. Put USA on top, as you, as you should. All right, who's next? Who do you want next, Kitty? Um, all right, so we're going to say USA for the top three. Then we are going with... Hmm. Uh, this is a close one. I want to say Canada, but I got a feeling. I hear a, I hear a butt in your voice. Yeah, I got a feeling. Um, I mean, they've got a good team. Obviously, they beat us, but I, I just I, I don't have faith. So we're gonna have USA. You can take that C off. Um, let's see, I think. You see what Mega you Silver know, said I'm in the chat? I'm going to reach a little bit, and I'm going to say... Man, Marcel, if you want the best uh... trash talk, just do U-S-A. <laughs> yeah, <you> <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly trying to think. I, th I think Germany is going to rebound from last year. And then the biggest trash talk is going to be... I'm going to put England in the top three. Oh, I'm gonna go against the, the three you guys. I think I think England's got a good one this year. Is this and, some reverse psychology? Method? <laughs> they think they got it. No, I think they I think they they really got a good one. And for the bottom, I'm going to say uh, the Czech, just because I think they're they're a little bit newer. Uh, <laughs> stop it, cat. He's he's like snapping at the camera. Uh, I'm gonna say Czech Republic. I'm going to say Italy. And the last one, who's going to, I'm going to put all Ireland down there. I, I think they're going to wow. choke. 4 0, and then they're going to choke. I'm actually going to go as far as saying all, all Ireland will not just be bottom three, they will be bottom. Oh, wow. Bottom, bottom, bottom. bottom. Bottom yeah. of the stack. Someone picked a new fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give them two wins. That's how much. I, I give you guys two wins. If you if you win three, I'll eat crow if you can get three wins. All right. So he doesn't even I mean doesn't even put Canada on on the radar. Neither neither did I. But uh all right. Well, we will it is saved in the Gold Squadron archives. We will return to this when we are done to see who was the winner. Again, as of right now, just looking at Swiss, Ryan Stanny on top right now with those predictions. All right. Um, what do you guys want to hit first? You guys want to hit Gen Con prep or talk about the Hanover top 16 first? What you feeling? What you feeling? I feel like Whoa. the Hanover top eight probably into... better. Top eight better? I mean, we got we got it all. We got we had to pull it ourselves, but yeah. we have it all. I mean, we can give like the the cut breakdowns and stuff like that, but six, 16 lists unless we go through them pretty quick. 
16 lists and take a minute. Ooh, you'd be surprised, because uh, there's about only eight lists in there. <laughs> Is it all the FO ones? Like, <laughs> when, they, when they were on stream, I saw like three games on stream. It was like well, FO FO's list, FO good. list, FO list. FO's good. Well, it was that same FO list over and over again. You must have the, the, uh, the, the, I would say, more... Uh, successful method of putting streams on and alternating games that doesn't have the same list two or three times in, especially in Swiss when you have a lot of options I mean it happens but at Adepticon I was hurting for a non-republic list and <laughs> I'd say I, I very much can't appreciate find them sometimes. The streams that did go on uh, that a lot early early day work mornings X-Wing streams it's good <laughs> All right, so let me go ahead and clean this up to make it a little easier for y'all to see. And we'll go ahead and s switch it over here. It's too big. There we go. All right, so there is not, I have not seen a, there wasn't a tabletop.to breakdown of this. We had to pull the, uh, the Swiss information from both of their, uh, day one and day two and just kind of slap it together in a, uh, in a, what it's called, a Google sheet. But we're going to go ahead and start at the top with our winner of the event Adrian Didich, who brought this is a General Grievous without maneuver in Permian Plating Solus One, Cad Bane with elusive heavy laser cannon, ion cannon, Xanadu blood, and proximity mines. Two bombardment drones, a little decked out a little different here. Uh, one has proximity mines, independent calculations, landing struts. The other one, seismic charges, cluster mines, independent calculations, and landing struts. We have a separatist drone and also DFS 81. If I'm not mistaken, that sounds really familiar. Is that the same list that won the last galaxies? No, but it was it was very very similar. It was in the finals. Very That's close. That's what it was. My my guess is, uh, without looking at the other list, it had both prox mines for the bombardment drones and not the separate cluster seismic. Mm -hmm. And then I think both O eighty one and the sub drone had discord missiles, whereas O eighty one opted for energy shells in this one, and only one discord <laughs> missile. Um, not sure which one's more correct, but both seem to do pretty well. All right. In second place, hit me, Ryan. All right, we got Thomas uh, Schulte, a.k.a. AK Catch, running double decimator and three TIE Fighters. Those two decimators are Mornikeek and Captain Oik and the TIE Fighters, Wampa and two ISP Jinguists. Wampa with Elusive, one ISP Jinguist with over two modulators, the other one with Cloaking Device. Very objective-focused ship, staying cloaked, doing scenario actions likely. Uh, Captain Oiken, Ruthless, Death Trooper's fifth brother, and Dauntless. Mornikey with Ruthless, Darth Vader, Triple Zero, and BT-1. Uh, those Death Troopers, especially if you start blocking things or things cause bumps and they want to consider taking that stressful focus, may think twice. Because getting out of the way of those Death Troopers on a big base is really difficult as they will lock you stressed even if you do complete your blue maneuver. I think another thing just looking at this list is with the the way with the current pace of the game uh, with objectives like these decimators are making it it's easier for them to get to the end game. At least it feels that way. 
Oh, I mean, you have to know if you're going against this list. Uh, can I bring a decimator down? And let alone two, right? Oiken is definitely the most mortal because Mordekai does have the ability to have reinforce more often than Oiken and or maybe even double reinforce um, with her ability to swap it from the front to the back, the back to the front. Um, but uh, you are uh, denying a lot of tokens via Vader crew and Death Troopers. Um, you're putting crits in there with BT1 and 5th Brother, which is also really helpful. Uh, these Decimators are probably ruthlessing off each other and maybe even the TIE Fighters too. ISB Jinguist, uh, the, the highest initiative, it was, it was very interesting. The highest initiative in the final was four. When's the last time we had a final where there was no ship above I-4? That's been a while. have to look deep for that one, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, um, the, the big baddies have been Vader and Wedge, right? I mean, uh, well, Vader, Wedge, and, and Kylo. Uh, Django and, as well. Django, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, Django, to, to a point, yeah, too. And uh, especially uh, Schultz's list, Thomas's list, it's, I mean, it's just a ton of beef. It's, I mean, before two... Before this version of X-Wing, would you have ever imagined being able to field two named, uh, two named, what are they called? Decimators. Uh -huh. And three named TIE Fighters. I mean, think about the amount of health. I mean, I remember when El Cados was running two Decimators and it was bad enough. Now you got two Decimators fully loaded plus three additional named ships with triggers abilities and, and upgrades it's just yeah. it's just, it's just you, bananas you maybe convinced me back when that this could fit in a list but there'd be like zero upgrades on it right <laughs> now you got all kinds of toys all right so what you gotta watch out for those dust double decimator i would say if i see this across the table at gen con i will have no idea what to do but uh you know what i'll figure that out i'll, I'll figure uh, kill, kill him Jam the reinforcement to kill, right? I mean, that's uh, he is one of the most disruptive yeah. too. Let's and mostly those death troopers is are, are are so debilitating because now yep. everybody's like, well, I'll just bump and you know it doesn't matter where I bump, I'll just take the stress and focus. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, you, if, you, if you do the the distance math, if you don't have a five straight blue. You're not, uh, if you're moving before Oiken. If you're moving after Oiken, that's a different story, but he could just bump into you on purpose just to keep you stressed and watch you try and fly by him and to get outside of Oiken's range one, I'm pretty sure it has to be a five straight. A four straight won't cut it. Uh -huh. All right, well, let's let's keep it, keep it going here, Marcel. We got... Quarantine Row in, uh, in the, making it in the top four. All right, and he's flying the uh, Kylo Ren Shatter Shot, Instinctive Aim, Elusive Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics and Munitions Failsafe, uh, Commander Malris with Marksman Cluster Missiles, Scorch with Predator Fanatical Optics, and then the two FO Bombers with uh, Electric Half Missiles, um, Dread with Skilled Bombardier and Proxy Mines, Grudge with Elusive skilled bombardier proxy mines and the late fuses um i don't know if it's the exact same list that everybody's been flying for ever and a half um i think the difference i see is the delayed fuses that's a little little bit of a twist okay 
but I mean, for the most part, it's the same. It's just it's the same ships for sure. Um, it, it's effective. It was all over the place. It seemed to do well. Uh, it does well against. Um, it does well against most things. It probably would have done well. I, I'm, I'm curious how that game went, but probably would it probably would have done well against that um, double decimator list, being able to just prevent it from getting actions and and jamming it and things like that but um was that the matchup or did i have no idea okay but i'm, I'm assuming it, it has the potential to do well against it uh because the in that double decimator list reinforces your friend you i mean ruthless is there to be your offensive modifier re reinforces your friend All right, and then I got nothing else to say. Okay, people fly too much. <laughs> All right, next in our other top four player, uh, Nicholas God here, uh, bringing a scum list. Will? All right, this is Cast Scarlet in the Fire Spray with Fearless Ahsoka Tano, Seismic Charges, Marauder, and that veteran Tail Gunner Iman Azamin. He's got Electro Chaff Missiles, Savage Oppress. Uh, Slave One and Veteran Tail Gunner. Q9 with the Child, Mandalorian, uh, BT1, Baba Frick, and the Razor Crest. So if you notice a theme here, uh, Force, Crew, and uh, Medium Base. Uh, so Katha and Iman can both shoot forward and back with Veteran Tail Gunner. Um, plus they can launch um, uh, Electro Chaffs. In addition to the seismic charges, and man, uh, we we the the math on uh, a reinforced uh, child Q9 is pretty impressive uh, as well. So uh, this is uh, a I, I still think about this as like two ace in a tank, uh, but it's it's the weirdest combination of those kind of ships. So, um, but it works. I mean, double shooting your fire sprays front and back arcs. Uh, Seems to be very smart. Uh, I can see why uh, Nicholas God did very well with this. All right, and let's go ahead and go through the top eight. So we have Antonio, uh, what is it, uh, Uva. Uh, Antonio Uva bringing a different first order list, different taste here. We have Nightfall. Nightfall is a Thai silencer, correct, friends? Yay, nay? No, he's a whisper. These are all whispers. Ah, oh, whisper, whisper, whisper. There it is. The Nightfall. Five whisper lift. Five whisper lists that someone I would hope, unless they have a lot of money, uh, borrowed some. <laughs> otherwise, that's five theory the first order packs. Those what? Those boxes are sixty bucks each. Uh, so a little bit less. Yeah. MSRP. It's expensive. <laughs> Worth. <laughs> so Nightfall uh, with fanatical proton rockets, sensor scramblers, and enhanced jamming beams. Uh, jamming suite, all of them have that. Uh, Whirlwind with fanatical predator proton rockets, sensor scramblers, and the suite. And then we have three 709th Legion aces with proton rockets and sensor scramblers as well. So you have five cloaked silencers at the start of the game if i am remembering those upgrades correctly and uh they can move they can move fast i could see how the um 
this this can can definitely cover a lot of ground in um in the opening of a game sounds a yeah. bit scary yeah imagine you only have four ships and they have five jam actions so that's not going to go very well for you and and you can't lock them until they're uncloaked nice <laughs> now remind me here um sensor scramblers that is the um the the condition on that is if you're at the end of the turn, if you're within range three, you have to get rid of the cloak token. Is that correct? Correct. Zero to three of the, uh, if there's a enemy ship at range zero to three of you, you have to either decloak or discard your cloak token. So you can't just fail a decloak and still keep it. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. All right. So that is uh, – that list is a pretty penny and a uh, <laughs> a lot of jam. I a think, lot of jam. I think if you talk to other miniatures gaming and we're like, that list costs three hundred dollars, so they were like, "What? That's so cheap." <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I think I was playing next week is skewed. Uh, what we think is actually expensive in miniatures gaming. You're right. We're spoiled. We're a little spoiled. That's our nature, though. All right. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Ryan, let's take a look at our next list from Cormac Higgins. Cormac brought Hound in the Lat in a, it's a Republic list. Hound in the Lat with Yoda, 7th Fleet Gunner, and Agile Gunner. A, uh, a loadout I've, I've come to actually like when I've tried out some Republic stuff. Um, Mace Windu in the Aether Sprite, Titan Perception R4P17, the uh, what I would call Pattern Analyzer droid. Two charges that you can do actions when you fully execute a red. And CLT, Calibrated Laser Targeting. You have Obi-Wan also in the Aether Sprite using elusive CLT and shield upgrade. Then you have Anakin Skywalker. Let me make sure this is the Ada, I believe. Uh, yeah, because it has a, a cannon with compassion, patience, marksmanship, shield upgrade, R2-D2, and JMP. Not even opting for a cannon, just sticking with the... I mean, it has JMP, but I mean, like, a damage-dealing cannon. Your, your ion cannon would be the main uh, user, which... Um, I I would I had assumed a lot of people might try out ion cannon higher initiative ion cannon, um, for the anti lock stuff. Anything goes to lock you. You can shoot with ion cannon as long as you get the, get the ion. They have to dump all their locks. But uh, this is a very stripped down Ada that has a lot of small upgrades besides shield upgrade and R two D two. So it is a it's a healthy survivable Anakin. Uh, and that seventh fleet gunner helped boosting up two CLT ships and an Ada. Very cool, very cool. Next, we have Dale Cromwell, one of our, one of our good friends from across the pond, as well as Cormac. He, he they Dale and and Cormac came out to Adepticon. They're like, we believe in Dion. Let's play in the first ever Objectives World Qualifier. So that was pretty cool. Shout out to them. What did Dale bring, Marcel? I don't know. What is that what they told you? Uh, they, no, they no I know that they, they, they had the, the they had the they had the trip planned already, uh, so they came no, anyway. No, no, no. They, they they told me they were expecting you to burn it down, so they wanted to have one last hurrah before you killed it. Oh, so, okay, cool. Uh, congrats for not destroying it. Yay! Um, <laughs> so Dale's flying uh, Vader with Brilliant Evasion, Elusive Pattern Analyzer, Fire Control System, and Afterburners, uh, X1 Vader, if the Afterburners didn't give it away. 
Vizier with Empire Emperor Palpatine, Moff Gideon with Ruthless False Transponder Codes. Uh, Moff Gideon, there's two Gideons in there. Is that the one that gets the extra die, or is that the one that? This is the two charges. If a friend is next to an enemy at range zero to one, you can spend one of those two charges, and they cannot modify their defense dice. Very powerful. Ooh, effect. That is scary. Combined with ruthless and uh, the other ships you're about to mention, very yep. dangerous. The ISB Jinguist with Dead Man Switch two, times two, and then um, Wampa with ruthless. So it's a lot of self killing and Dead Man Switch. So. Curious how often all of that happened, where you're just killing yourself in order to guarantee hits and then guarantee the damage after the effect as well. So that's that's pretty cool. All right, and our last top eight will hit me. This is Kai Krupp. All right, Kai Krupp, bringing a, a different Darth One, or, uh, Darth One, uh, X One Vader. Uh, this one's got hate, elusive, pattern analyzer, and afterburners. Uh, and this, instead of going with Palpatine, using Howl Runner with Swarm Tactics, elusive, and targeting computer, must have an extra point uh, in there. Uh, leading a uh, TIE Fighter Mini Swarm here uh, with Aiden, uh, two Jinguis, and Wampa. Uh, so you get the Aiden protection, you, uh, you get the Hellrunner rerolls, and Hellrunner boosting Wampa up to initiative five to, to try to get that third attack dice from that ship uh, sooner in the initiative uh, before someone can shoot at it. Uh, this is uh, the. Uh, man, I always have a hard time taking Vader without fire control system, but I guess if you just shoot at something, the tie swarm kills it. You probably gonna have to pick up a new lock at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you, I mean, do you guys have an opinion on hate versus brilliant evasion? Man, because I'm always, I always feel like brilliant's better, but well, I guess that's not exactly cost, true. Right, one's two more points than the other. I mean, so what else was someone giving sure. up? Looks like fire control system. Fire control system. Yeah, because people people been loving elusive pattern analyzer. Yeah, it just feels bad when you're starving yourself of force with Vader. So it's um, that's true. Yeah, I, I think, and it also makes you more comfortable spending that focus on offense if you get like three. Three blanks or something. Well, which one are you talking about? Because they're both do they're both similar in that regard, so that they help you save force. No, one of them helps you regenerate force after receiving something negative. The other one helps you avoid negative altogether. But right. one is also much less mathematically common to occur, being brilliant evasion versus mm -hmm. uh, just hate existing. Like you mitigate things to one damage and help get your force regen back. That's two force back for one damage taken if you mitigate your damage. Take no damage and, and, and use a fire control system. Violence. <laughs> Aggression. That's choose violence. This is uh, this is what we this is what we do here. And what we'll do is we'll take some quick hits here 
on the top 16, the other eight lists. Uh, as we just take some peeks here, you'll see some common trends. Um, add, we have uh, Arnie K bringing Django CAD DFS 81. That was the, the winning list of the last galaxies. Very similar there. Uh, Benedict linked uh, bringing uh, Django with uh, Grievous and some we got a separatist drone, DFS-81, Bombardment Drone, Bobby-802, Boba Kashka, and Kanan Jarrus in the Hawk. Fun Walk, friend of the show, bringing that FO list that we talked about earlier with Kylo, Malrus, Scorch, Dread, and Grudge. Uh, Martin Espinel probably brings the most different thing that we've seen. What do we got there, Will? All right, he has brought a backdraft with fanatical optics and special forces, Muse, that's uh, a TIFO, and without a man target for it, and shield upgrade, Malarus with marksmanship and cluster missiles, Gideon Hask in the Psy Shuttle, Proud Tradition, Elusive, Biohex, Tactical, Agent Terex, and Major Von Reg with Daredevil, Proton Rockets, and shield upgrade. So, uh, Mallers is a great piece. I think we all under uh, we all understand that. Uh, Backdraft I think is really great. Uh, so glad to see him there. That three dice rearc being able to uh, I mean you're just a tiny fire spray at that point, right? Mm -hmm. You're a six health fire spray. Great job. Uh, and you can double modify your offense with fanatical and optics. Solid. Um, I don't really understand Muse in this. Um, uses three points, I'm pretty sure. That's where, that's my biggest question. But I think it's because of Major Von Reg. Uh, with that Daredevil and Proton Rockets. If you're doing a lot of Daredeviling uh, with Von Reg, uh, you can get yourself stress. Plus, you can clear off Malaris's stress as well for the ability. So you can keep her dial more open. Uh, even K-turn, uh, which is something she can't normally do. Uh, so I guess there's a little bit of synergy there, uh, but uh, this is still utilizing a lot of the tactics we see in other lists, which is, uh, are all like the pieces, if you will, right? You get your cheap, efficient jousters and those FO, you got uh, a great support ship between uh, coordinating with Tactical Officer and Ancient Terex through Gideon. Uh, you have an ace image of Ron Reg, and they essentially have a fast turret and backdraft. So really taking all the best pieces and shoving them into one list. Uh, pretty interesting to not see Kylo or any bomber at all in this mm -hmm. first order list. And the last list I wanted to jump down to because it's the most kind of different one that I've seen. It has some pilots that, that we haven't heard of in a long time. Surfing Finn, not sure of their actual name, but that's what how it was posted on the bracket. Uh, Ryan, go ahead and, uh, and tell me a little bit about this. What do we got here? Uh, so we have a scum list um, running Gamut Key. Uh, we've seen that in a little bit, but running Hondo Onaka for the coordinate instead of protector gleb one point cheaper allows for some of the better three point elicits such as going with overtune modulators uh, you have another hawk in palab gadali uh running notorious ig11 the new ig crew that self-destructs itself um 
when I first saw that card, I thought Hawk, a Hawk such as Pala might actually work pretty well with it. Seemed to have worked for Surfing Finn himself. Uh, Deadman Switch as well on top of that. So the double explosion, uh, just found a rules clarification. The Deadman Switch explode, or no, the IG-11 explosion happens first. So the crit happens before the Deadman Switch hit. For anyone who needs to make sure the order is correct. Uh, and Moldy Crow. Uh, then you have the Outer Rim Pioneer. Who's, who remembers what ship that even is? That, I, so that is the Scum Falcon? Nope. Try again. No, what? that's Outer Rim Smuggler. <laughs> oh, wait. Is this the uh, Escape Shuttle? Yes. That's the Escape Shuttle that, that is that is unique, but it's not L3 and it's not Lando. It's the one that allows friendly ships at range 0 to 1 to still attack while on obstacles. Or rock, I think it's rock. Might be rock specifically. Will you got that? Uh, I think it's obstacles. I think it's, it's just obstacles. obstacles. It just only used to work on rocks because we shot on all the other obstacles. True that. Yep. Um, Value up, up, up. Sure, if there's any size restriction for us, yeah, just friendly ships, not small, not medium, not large. It's any can perform attacks. It doesn't mean you ignore the obstacle when you do your maneuvers or moves, though. Just you can still perform attacks. Um, then you have, oh, the Outer Pioneer has Tactical Officer. So another type of coordinator um, and composure, probably because the one point was left, nothing else to do. Um, I think marksmanship might just be more useful, but either way. Sarasu with Proton Torpedoes. So you have a great uh, alpha platform there with the coordinators around and manaru running ion cannon migs mayfield hot shot tail blaster punishing one and r3 astromech so there's a lot of potential double shooting happening happening with that list between wherever you can point your side arc you have the hot shot tail blaster elicit and you also have the ion cannon at the front uh Migs Mayfield. Let's get to that real quick because that's a card that we haven't seen a ton that's of. That's the one that if you viewer. shoot, you can shoot an additional ship that has a red or orange token on it. After you perform a front arc attack, so whether it is your primary front. Oh, wait, actually, no, you would need the Ion Cannon because the, the Jumpmaster doesn't have a primary front, even if you point it to the front. So. Basically, for, for this mana room in particular, after you perform that Ion Cannon attack, you may perform a rear arc or turret attack as a bonus attack against a different target with one or more red or orange tokens. So you can do a couple things here. You could do a Ion Cannon front, and you could do a Hotshot Blaster back. Or you can do an Ion Cannon front, and, and then wherever your turret's pointed, even if it's still the same direction as the ion cannon, as long as the enemy ship has one or more red or orange tokens, um, which with linked actions and bump focuses, uh, probably should come up a couple times a game. Pretty cool, pretty cool. So uh, thank you to the TO uh, of the Hanover event and the players over there for uh, giving us some cool lists to take a look at and seeing some possible emerging tech out of scum. Uh, I would say most of the, th the things that we saw out of Separatists and 
the first order um were things we expected a little bit of a twist in the first order but uh yeah maybe maybe some emerging tech out of scum was there a single defender vader or a single wedge on there not in not in the top 16 not in the top 16 Mm, maybe not the boogeyman after all huh not yet. Or people got bored of playing it. That's hard true. To say. <laughs> That's I think true. there's a lot of counters for one for sure. I think Vader Defender is still, you know, if he if he gets loose, it's it, you know he's, you know, you got to catch him the right way. Mm-hmm. But I think there's plenty of counters for for the Rebel Alpha at this point. Well, it might transition really well into our Gen Con preview as we discuss how things have developed. Meta shifting, changing, evolving, what to expect at Gen Con, so on and so forth. That's right. So this week we have Gen Con coming up. There are three heats going into the cut on Sunday. So there's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. 64 players each day. Now, if you read the original format... It was kind of weird. They were trying to take 10 people on each day. It was very strange. And I understand what they were trying to do. And I think it was like, without breaking down the math, it was like, oh, 30 people. It makes sense. Um, But the, the requests, including from myself, and the TO and a couple other people made it to the top and was like this it, it, it created a problem because they still wanted to do top 32 was was the rumor and then there was this awkward like well if I didn't stick around after Thursday and I was that person anyway it's changed six rounds five and ones make it to day two and there are no ties which is something that is different than the tournament rules. No ties. There will be a player order roll. And the winner of that, if you have a tied score at the end, you will be the winner for that round. So that's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, and I figured we should, uh, we should answer a quick question here. Uh, when is everybody flying? When's ever flying? I know you and I, Ryan, are flying on Friday. Correct. Will got it wrong. Someone someone said Will said I was flying Thursday. I was thinking about Thursday, but I have to oh. go on Friday. Oh. Well, that's sad. Uh, but okay. Um, but happy that I don't have to play in a Swiss round with you. So. Uh, so, Will, I you're will playing on... That. We might never see each other. I, I hope we do. Uh, oh, I mean, yes. top spot later, right? <laughs> I'm in, like, at Gen Con, but... Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, so I am Thursday, bright and early. All right, and Marcel, what about you, buddy? Saturday. Saturday. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we all uh, we all are, are taking our crack at it and uh, super excited, of course, to also be streaming. And with those days being uh, staggered, shout out to Will. He'll be uh, covering the stream for me on Friday while uh, while I get to play a little bit. So super Do excited Do we all already that. know our factions at least? I know my era. <laughs> don't know my faction. I know my era. It's going to be prequel. I don't know which yet. So I'm not he, flying Vader. I mean, that's what I've narrowed it down. I don't, and I don't want to fly First Order anymore. I'm getting so sick of it. You said you are not Vader and not First Order. I don't want to. I feel, I would. I, I honestly would feel bad flying Defender Vader. Uh, I don't. I don't enjoy it. It does not feel right. But it's very uh, boring to me. I was looking at those Decimator builds, but uh, I mean, I can't just like pick up a Decimator build and start flying it around. I mean, they're. They have purpose. They're not just, uh, what do I want to say? I guess I've flown off Falcons lately, though. So maybe. After, but after no. Gen Con, Decimator lists are on my radar to just try out. Maybe not the double Decimator, but the one Decimator and lots of TIE Fighters. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Matt Gary is flying something super similar at the, the 312 Showdown. I guess everything is a showdown now. Uh but he had a seven-point Vader instead of the seven-point second decimator. So, but similar-ish list. I, in my heart, I want to fly Scum. The problem is that I have not played a single Scum list in the last... I, I can how, give you lists. However many months. I guess that's not, that's not true. I tried out the, the Razor Crest list. Yeah, I was going to say, you're flying the Mandalorian. That, 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 uh, that Ryan had given me, but I was 100% trash with it. I didn't really understand how to use it. Uh, but, oh, it's probably a very outdated Razor Crest build at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, I think. <sighs> I think I'm going to end up flying the first order list only because that's the only thing that I've uh, I've practiced. Like it just makes makes it's the sure. it's a smart thing to do because it's the only thing I have familiarity with. The the game fly that I've played know. again. Oh, so, I was, I was, was going to say fly what you know. Yeah, the game I played a game against Dion last week in person. Uh, one game, and that was the only game I have played since Adepticon. In person. In person. In person. Yeah. I mean, I played, obviously, we were doing XCC, so I played yeah. online. But in person, that is the only game uh, that I played in person. So no matter what I fly, it's going to be, it's going to be like, yeah. hey, what's up? Hey, whatever. <laughs> no, I remember last, the last Gen Con before COVID times, uh, I went in bringing a resistance list and I changed it out on like the day before it worked out so <laughs> just go with that strategy um, just bring a couple lists and like change things out I, that's yeah that was the joke i was making earlier is that like man i hate bringing multiple lists to a tournament because you're never going to feel right about the one you bring you know it's always going to yeah. be oh, i should have brought oh, shit, flow the other one my matchups would have been great bro of mm. course hindsight right yeah. <laughs> you know when you, when you talk about the first order list um i'd consider that because i have had a lot of experience with the fo bombers in the past mm -hmm. but i have zero experience with kylo tie whisper like mm. none not a zilch and i feel like that's a large part of the list that matters quite a bit he's like a two agility ada that i can't reposition I, very well i'm not I, <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah for me um, I, I would 
probably want to fly the Rebel, you know, that like the, similar to what Tommy's flying in XCC and what, you know, Bartok, you know, the, the Rebel Alpha, the Luke, yeah, Torx, Wedge, Colby, and because that's, that's something that, that I've flown a version of, whether it's with Cornhorn or whatever, but it's, I've flown a version of that for, you know, going back three, four years. Right. Uh, so it would be easy to pick up, but I just think there's, um, there's, there's, there's too many people gunning for it already or, or naturally building against it because of the potential that it shows up. Um, so I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with a three ship list. So I'm still debating on like what the actual three are, but it'll be a three ship list. It'll either be three YVs. It'll be a YV, a slaver and a Q9, but something like that, you know, just cause I like, I like the Q9 that, well, who was it? The one that had the Q9 with the child. And, yeah. Like yeah. I like that Q9. The, the reinforcing child. Yeah. Cause the idea of having impressive. that Q9 Bosk, and mm -hmm. let's say, you know, either Teltrover or Manaru, um, you know, it, it gives you a lot of, you know, it, it, there's just a lot of good three ship options. And I mean, that's, I think in my four. opinion, it's most of Scum. Scum doesn't yeah. really have too many four ship options these days. Uh, no, I yeah, yeah. Get, uh, when, when Dion was talking about it, I give him a four ship that feels solid. Um, um, did it have a hawk in it? It has a boba. Well, <laughs> okay. start there. Uh, and it had a hawk, actually, too. Yeah, it's always got a hawk. Uh, you it. have to. You it's go for to four ships. It's, it's four. Just, it's just real quick, sticking to three ship lists, I think another three ship list that also is, is viable is um, a three ship, a three ship CIS list with Django, uh, Grievous, and then you know, find something else for seven points. I mean, there's there's a number of seven point ships, whether it's a Cad Bane and a Vulture. <laughs> that's a four ship. But that's four now. Now you get to fours. Pre, pre Vizsla, Dooku, Infiltrator. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, you know, the, yeah, Pre Vizsla is the, um, the gauntlet, right? Yep. He's the yeah, gauntlet so rolls an extra attack dice. Extra yeah, you, attack you can get the gauntlet. Grievous. Actually, I did play that this, uh, mm -hmm. this week. I lost, but... It felt pretty good because you could put the commandos on pre Vizsla and then your three ship list automatically turns into a five five guns. I do think in terms of three ships outside of scum, I think resistance might have one of the best ones in in Ray Poe and then five point thing, whether it's Zori or ZZ or or a T seventy like snap, that's pretty fast. Um uh, that kind of stands out to me. I mean, it, it hasn't performed well as of late, but before, maybe maybe it was early of uh, this current edition or current rule set of the game, um, or during this the, the later end of the first iteration of AMG uh, set, and where Poe Rezori uh, was doing pretty well. Uh, hasn't shown up as much recently. I think even as tanky as Rays can be, uh, she can be burned with a lot of these ships and not be in good positions because of all the blocking potential ship of the other ships can put her in. Um, Marcel, to your point, when you were talking about those alpha lists and getting teched against, I think, I think one thing to bring up that people need to have a plan for, not even just the alphas anymore. Because in theory, people's reactions to the alpha, one of the, one of the stronger reactions was bring chaff clouds, right? 
especially on the the FL bombers because they get the assist and face boost and throw out the chaff. A lot of people started bringing on everything. We saw it on the fire sprays and the two fire sprays and and uh, Han Falcon or, or the Q9. Um, I've tried it on a couple things even outside of that. We even saw it in the simple Django Zan plus a hyena carrying a chaff cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out chaff cloud isn't only good against alphas. It's good against a lot of things. Denying space, denying actions, stressing opponent ships. So I think if you're going to plan for something that's probably going to show up a lot as a piece, plan for chaff clouds. Maybe even more than torpedoes now. Because chaff clouds are, are likely what is pushing torpedoes out and finding out what can still work. Because the trick isn't to not get... I mean, you can do what you can to not get chaffed. But it's going to happen, especially against an FL bomber. They're going mm. to find you. They're going to chaff you. It's can you make what they're chaffing less valuable than something else you'd rather not get chaffed? Can you make it more difficult? Can you make them dive harder for it? Ignore op- ignore objectives just to get to you. Maybe that was a mistake. So it's not an if you get chaffed. It's a when. You will get chaffed. You gotta know how to mitigate it. Prepare, prepare your mind, prepare your heart. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. And, and of course, um, the best part of X Wing is just gonna be able to be able to hang out with you guys after the event, uh, before all, all, all the stuff that happens in between uh, is gonna be a super, super good time. Other things happening that weekend. Shout out to our guy Wade Pache. Um, He's been working on his game Aerodome. If you guys remember, uh, we got to preview the beta during Adepticon. He's going to be at Gen Con uh, in the new game. There's a new game section. I'm sorry, Wade, that I'm forgetting the exact name. But essentially, uh, you get to you have the ability to play and try out the newest version of that game. So shout out. Um, yeah, so super, super excited for that. And I did see a couple folks in the chat asking, like, what other events are coming up? Uh, we actually have a bunch uh, listed under upcoming events, ones that we are associated with, anything from in-person to uh, to online. So let's go ahead and give you a few of those. Um, so August 27th and 28th, we have the Oricon Galactic Qualifier. It's an online event happening during the Eastern USA time zone. Uh, next in-person event after Gen Con is is the Nova Open. I saw somebody say they're up in Philly. You should, you need to go to the the Nova Open. That's right in your backyard. It's in Washington, D.C., not too far away. That's happening September 2nd through the 4th. We're going to be streaming there. Um, we have in September, we have uh, the, the 17th, we have Korriban. The, the next, the other another galactic championship qualifier the 23rd through the 25th of september is crate cup a team event in north carolina so uh go ahead head to our discord you'll see the list and there's there's more stuff planned after that uh so should be a good time i believe there's an event being planned in buffalo in november um and we'll once we get information for that we'll get that posted but uh should be a good time super excited about it. Anything else about Gen Con before we head into our uh, spoilerific Andor discussion? By the way, if you didn't see Andor trailer, 
full trailer uh, has been released, and it looks awesome. Anything about Gen Con? Uh, come and see us. Come say yes. hi. Yes. Don't don't be afraid. <laughs> I, pro- I promise we, we don't bite. We, we come there to see you guys too. Like <laughs> play, playing games is second. Seeing everybody is first. And if if I remember, Will, you got to re- remind me. We'll have swag for you guys. We'll have we'll have some stuff to to hand out. Uh, what will that be? I don't know. We'll just grab. We got we got a whole basement full of stuff. Just got to grab something and go. So, I, so. I know one thing that I can contribute the swag for. It's very edible. They're called cookies. Dion's oh, <laughs> like wincing. Like I know how good those are. <laughs> so Guess good. what day I'm bringing them? The They're too I'm good. Probably playing. <laughs> be a bad man. <laughs> a bad man. All right. Cool. So uh, if you don't want to hear us talk about Andor, the, the trailer, this is your time to skedat. We'll see you next week. But we're getting into it. Uh, guys, I love Cassian Andor. He's my guy. Okay? He's my guy. I got, he's right here. Little, little bobbly bobbly there. Um, in my background. Just want to confirm. You, you all three watch the trailer? You guys watch it? You haven't oh, watched it. I didn't watch the trailer. Click the link. Watch the trailer on your own here. Yeah, I'm going to watch it right now. Fun. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I am uh, I'm super excited about it. We'll go ahead and let's see. Let's see if I can get it to play without any audio. One one moment, please, as I copy the link. cause any copyright? Not, not for usually, you? usually not for a trailer. Usually, I think, I think that's probably right too. It's when you replay the actual full content is where they're like, "Hey, wait a minute! What are you doing this on a stream?" S- stop that! All right, there, <laughs> there you go. That is a bootleg way by Marcel. <laughs> he goes, he "You know, like this he's, is he's the person with a camera in the theater." <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, I'll go ahead and uh, and take a peek here and adjust this where's my browser i can't find it uh, i guess while you're getting this set up um just for anyone who's still sticking who's still here and waiting for that Andor talk after the trailer dion's about to play and marcel watch it um very basic stuff that I wanted to let people know for Gen Con. Stay hydrated. Bring snacks. It can be a long day. Go check out the con. Like, the days you're not playing, go... If you haven't been to Gen Con, it's awesome. Go do other things. Go check out other games. Make new friends. Meet people. Um, there's probably going to be plenty of nights where we all like meet up somewhere and have dinner. Might not all be at the same place. Pocket was one way, Pocket was another, but... Mix and mingle, have fun, but stay hydrated and stay uh, stay filled. Have your food when you need it. Mm-hmm. And after X-Wing, come play Coup with us, all right? And I know all How the other players fun. Can you have in Coup? It's six six players. We could we can swap it around. It's a super fast game. It's really oh, really okay. fast. Um, I'm sure people will bring other social games. All 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 the all the, the typical ones. I'm sure will pop up. But uh, we'll go ahead and just kind of let this let this play in the background, um, man. So the biggest thing that I pulled from this trailer, looking at it, was that it looks 
so good. Like, n- not to rag on on Kenobi, but compare like this looks more cinematic to me. Do you guys get that same that same feeling? Yeah. If if, if you told me this was a trailer for a movie, I believe you. Yeah. And but. like right now, the movies in the TV series are just as desirable for everyone to watch. But I mean, the vi- the visuals and the shots you see in this trailer are stunning. Lots of colorations in some areas, especially towards the end where it's jumping from shot to shot. Um, didn't know how soon you want to go into the specifics on some of these shots. I mean, go go ahead. I mean, yeah, it, to me, yeah, I agree. Like, it feels just like big. There's uh. I figure with the scene, there's a scene in Obi-Wan where it feels like, like very small. It's when they're trying to get through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, it reminds me, it was like, oh yeah, I'm watching a TV show. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I haven't seen much of that. I haven't, didn't get that feel. It feels very big. It does. I did hear some whispers I, I, like they had more – like compared to some of the other shows that they've done so far, they had more like practical sets and on-location shoots. And I'm, I'm really excited to see – what we have seen already, some of the shots of Imperial-controlled Coruscant. That mm-hmm. Senate floor had that Imperial logo on the bottom. It looked super cool. And yeah. The shots of Coruscant and everything that, that's going on with that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm probably going to be one of the only ones that that says this. I just saw it. Just finished it. Uh, one, it looks amazing. It looks way better than. Uh, it looks way more interesting for my personal taste than a lot of the stuff that's been out. It's just a little more gritty and dirty, and I liked Rogue One better than most of the other Star Wars as a movie, as a standalone movie. But it actually made me a little bit nostalgic and wanting two specific characters. I had no idea why those two characters stood out to me. And they're not going to be part of this at all. Um, one is going is uh, Kira. I don't know why. It just gave me, made me want to see Kira. And then the other one was um, Childish Gambino version of Lando. I don't know why. Mm. Like, it just, those, those, those two characters, I know they're like different eras and different stuff, but I was like... I kind of want to I mean, see those two. Yeah, wait for that. Uh, Aldrin, what's his, what's that? Killian? No, I'm thinking of the MCU guy. Uh, what's the the Han Solo actor? Yeah, wait for that sequel. Do we get those two characters back? I don't think they're going to do a sequel, but I mean, the, yeah, the whole Kira sure. and then going into like Darth Maul and Kira, like that whole thing got, had me like, like I, I was sold into it, and then just childish Gambino as a as a whole. What's his, Donald Glover? I think Danny Glover. Yeah, no, Donald, Donald Glover, Glover is the yeah. older one. That's Donald, Donald, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Donald Glover is just you know, I I just thought he played that one brilliantly, and he's just great. Period. So it'd be nice to see a Star Wars film, no, a Star Wars series focused around him. I think it would be awesome. But this 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 one right here, I know I'm going off topic. This is great. So here we go. This this ship right here that we see, um, I mean, if we could, we could see size wise, probably if it comes to X, when it comes to X wing, speaking into existence, uh, not a small base, right? Just looking at, we literally have side by side right here. Is it medium or is it small? What do you guys think? I mean, uh, uh, or large, large, excuse me. 
it's pushing it's pushing a hefty medium uh like i like bigger than a reaper that's yeah, it's, it's the wideness it, right like that that tie fighter wing it's it's almost like you know the small bases are four you know of a large base right mm -hmm. so i could almost see that size makes sense with this one a lot of people jump to the conclusion like it's a decimator it's a decimator and like if anything it's a at most a modified or or desi light uh because it's got like those wings i know the engine on the back looks very reminiscent of it yeah um but i don't think it's it's definitely not exactly the the, the vt 49 is its designation i'm right yeah 49 correctly. good memory yeah Lormaster. um uh but it might be a different version under the same manufacturer or it de it's de it definitely looks modified because there's another shot of it landed somewhere in this uh trailer right yeah, there this one uh i think that's the same ship it's you can just it looks heavily modified or custom it just looks like it's stripped down and there's other stuff been put on it or swapped out with it's so. got the same jets yeah it, it definitely like looks imperial right version of that ship it's definitely it's 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 been worked on that's got to be a medium base i just checked like when you when you had that shot right before it with the tie fighter uh -huh. it's 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 width is the same as two tie fighter like wings up non wings yeah and that's the same as a arc 170 like the arc 170 if you take a tie fighter and you like you do two TIE Fighters together, that's ARC-170 with. So that's like a medium. That'd Not necessarily cool. a large. I know when I, when I look at the ship, it definitely gives me Imperial vibes is what I'm is definitely what I'm getting. Uh, but it is the most janky looking Imperial ship. And I say that just like like Bounty Hunter-esque type of you guys were talking about like like it's modified in some way so if it yeah, was it's, it's it's really weird how it, you're right like even though i saw it fighting imperial ships it still looked imperial to me yeah maybe it's because i draw too many conclude too many uh comparisons with the decimator but it's got that dark gray this the, the, the monotones the slight maybe a little bit blue of some of the the ties and other imperial stuff which is it's the weird part right because we is it going to be a rebel ship is it what is it i don't know i could see you know for, for, again from the context that we have from the trailer which is two and a two and a half minutes of out of context scenes um if the guy is like an imperial posing or posing as an imperial but is actually helping the rebellion or eventually does but he kind of does his own thing. You could end up with like scum empire rebel, like a three, three faction pack. And you get your, uh, your different modified versions of it. Maybe Cassian steals it at some point. Right. I'm, the, uh, I don't know about scum though. I think they're really trying to focus on like the war here. Um, we're like, uh, really trying to divide you have to be on the imperial side or you are on the rebellion um and it's if there is like those fringe elements that we would traditionally in put in scum i think this show might force them to choose the side uh we always saw solace renegades right yeah um who were notoriously like uh their own faction 
Um, but I've been fight. I mean, Saul's been fighting the Empire since the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that they're they're gonna force a lot of people to draw some lines here and pick a faction. Turn of the two tubes. Yes, mm, right, right in the opening, right. right. Gotta love. Maybe we see him uh, fly a X-wing. Uh, are these modified lats? Like that—that's what I see from here. Some type of troop transport, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, some that looks definitely looks seems so troop esque with like a back door, large ramp drop down that troops would come out of. Like, doesn't seem cargo esque. It seems like they're taking s- stuff down there. Is—is is that Sam Witwer? I don't. It's not. Yeah, it looks like it's. Him. It's, it's not. It's not. How, it's why not. would he be in the trailer? It's if not. That's not him? It's not. I. I double. I double checked. It is not Sam Witwer. It's. How it's you, what? A, all. The, it, it's another white guy with very I'm, similar facial structure. I'm, it's not I'm, Sam I'm Witwer. I'm knowing Sam Witwer right now, <laughs> asking him. His, his face <laughs> is like more slim. I, I think Sam Witwer's cheekbones are more pronounced. Yeah. That's what strikes me as the main difference, I think. But, yeah. yeah, okay. I, I, I've never paused to look at it since I watched it. I was like, maybe that's Sam Witwer. I don't know. And like now we see it, like it just looks a lot like him. Yeah, for anybody who don't know Sam Witwer, he was the face of Starkiller and the voice of Maul and Palpatine and a lot of the, the animated stuff. So, uh, but no, that not, not Sam Witwer. Uh, they're saving him for something good. Maybe the actual return of Starkiller at some point. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just it looks so good. I'm excited. And I think it's quite bold. Bold of them. If you, Right at the end, they're like, yeah, we're, we're starting off with three episodes at once. September 21st. Enjoy. Like, I, that's, I think that is probably dealing with the fact that this was going to premiere in the end of August. So they yeah. pushed it. They did the same thing with Kenobi, right? They pushed it back like one week, and they said, "We'll give you two episodes." And we're like, "Yeah, whatever, just make it great." Kind of the same thing. Pushed it back three episodes. Whoa! It's like three hours later. This is great stuff. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. A mistake to to put out three episodes at once. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know, I in my opinion, one of the things that is leading to the demise of Netflix is um, their their release schedule. You know, for example, Stranger Things is their most popular show or one of the most popular shows and a couple other ones as well. Um, you know, Umbrella Academy and a couple of them. They're like, they got a couple big hits and then a couple and, and a thousand duds. Mm-hmm. They're big hits. They release them and you binge them in one weekend and then you won't get it for another year. It gives you no reason why to maintain that subscription because it, they're not feeding you something new every week. Mm-hmm. And the um, Marvel and Disney are really what's driving the Disney Plus. I mean, Marvel and Star Wars are the the, the shows are what's driving the the um, you know the subscription. And if they get in the habit of of like releasing something, and then they let you binge it, and then they have like two three months of of lag time. That's two three months that people can just opt out. And then reopt in when when it, when a new something comes in. So I think I think it's a mistake uh, because even now we were, we're there's no new 
there's nothing new for Star Wars and there's nothing new for Marvel that that's on there that's keeping us coming back every week. Not yet. Uh, and I know I they got, they got some... until the end of September. Exactly, but that's where that well, weekly drop is where Marvel's got stuff in August. Yeah, She-Hulk starts at the end of August in 20 mm-hmm. days, there's I think. An, there's another Marvel thing, isn't there as well? Uh, let me just do a quick search. Upcoming Disney. I don't know. I've been all about that She-Hulk, though. Yeah, yeah. But but anyway, I'm but not sure why I don't think oh, it's a good idea the, to, to the like... Five short drama. episode I Am Groot series, She-Hulk, oh. and then Andor. Okay. Isn't there? Isn't and some there... people are only Marvel fans, and some people are only Star Wars fans. Sure, so sure. Again, sure. I, I think it's 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 better to not get into the into that. Oh, we're behind schedule, so we're going to mass drop here. It's just just trickle it. Keep 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 us wanting, you know, more, and keep us watching every. Give us a reason to have a an eight nine dollars subscription. As a, as a fan, though, as a fan, thank you because I get. An hour and a half ish of content, hopefully, right? All all at one time. I'll take it. I'll take it. And I'm curious, like, if the choice. Here's something that happened with uh. Crap. What was the first, the first Star Wars series that we got? The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Sorry, the Mandalorian. So the first episode comes out, right? And everybody's like up in arms. All this, like, oh, what, what is all this? Ruined Star Wars, all this. And as it unfolded, right, people are like, oh, okay. And now, now it's, it's so cool. Maybe releasing the multiple episodes at once relieves some of that, like, but why? Oh, I get to watch the second episode mm-hmm. right away. I mean, dude, it, uh, Obi-Wan. I'm really glad it released as two episodes because that first episode, like I left, like man, I don't know if I want to keep watching this show. It's, it's, uh, uh, as so many Obi Wan sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's man, broken. I'm not, like I'm not, I'm not a big fan of this Obi Wan. Uh, but then episode two brings it back in, and then you like that's actually where the story starts developing. So I can see. Something similar to this. Now, how many episodes is there? Only six? Is that what I'm understanding? Oh, no, Andor's like at least 12. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that, that was the other thing I was going to mention. Like, even though it's a three-episode premiere, this one is back to, like, 10-plus episodes. But they're, like, the 30-minute episodes, right? Not the hour-long uh, or 45-minute. Let me do some research. Probably. Yeah, it's, just, it's, 12, it's 12 episodes for sure. And they have multiple seasons planned already like i feel i i this is like a a star wars thing at large the majority of the fan base can agree that the rebellion empire time is like the most popular this is a place where we argue the least about stuff right (laughs) it's just the truth it's easy to be canonical when you're before the battle of yavin yep there's not as much like clear cut this happened than this happened outside of rebels and rogue one yep so i think what what andor is going to hit that's going to be that's going to feel the newest is the political the senate the coruscant everything we see on the on the empire controlled that we hadn't seen before like we've seen outer rim systems and rebellions and rebels right 
we'd seen uh rogue one tie in directly into episode four being like what you know oh how do they seal those plans like answer question answer done we saw beginning it we saw the beginning of of han solo we saw um uh the the tail end of the clone wars and and how that just started to go into the empire being with bad batch Mm -hmm. this feels like more the meaty middle where there's like much more like here's the imperial control the senate's still in existence the political stuff's still going on but it's we haven't seen how it all interacted and happened we only saw kind of like the very beginning of the empire and the real end of the um, or not the end the the uh close to the start of the uh, original trilogy yeah so we got we got some some ground to cover which is going to be a ton of fun super excited about it well, um, yeah, so if you haven't watched the trailer, check it out. Cool Star Wars stuff to talk about coming up in September. Happy birthday to all the September folks. Get some Star Wars. Woo woo. Um, anything for the good of the order before we, uh, we wrap it up today, my friends? All right. No, just excited about Gen Con. Gen Con! It's like I got home from vacation, I washed my clothes, and I threw it all back in a suitcase. <laughs> so how long do you guys think? I'm, I'm, I'm driving out there on Friday. I fly Saturday. The, um, you guys anticipate there being like a long, long line? Like I mean, probably not Friday night. Maybe. Maybe just I would assume, try to I would get assume the badge morning. and everything Friday, and I would try to get it Friday. I'm I gonna be this, this I'm year. Really... I wasn't even messing around with the lines. Oh. I had it. I had it mailed to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I but there like... is a uh, there was like a COVID check or something. I gotta, uh, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. They had to give you like they did in depth account. They give you a wristband or whatever to get oh, through. Like you either got a vaccine or you gotta get. Oh yeah! Forget. Don't don't forget your uh, COVID vaccine information. Uh, double check GenCon's websites for what you need to bring, along with the mask, um, and don't forget your pass tickets. So mm-hmm. It's very important if they got mailed to you. Don't forget them at home. Right here, I got mine. Right here, <laughs> mine, mine's also still in the the vaccine envelope. What is that? It's uh, it's the pass and uh, stuff, so you don't have to go to will call. Oh yep. yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go to World Call. I mean, I just decided. I just bought the tickets when, like, actually, right after we played. Well, what was it like yeah. a week ago? I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The thing, uh, like, no, for- that's not not the way to do it. As a for as a forewarning to everybody, learn from our, Marcel's mistake. Get it mailed to you, man. Do not stand outside the convention center. Again, that will call. Those Luckily, you're doing it Saturday. Long. Thursday, Friday. Thursday is not recommended to try to pick up your badge in the morning. That is a bad time. Fifty thousand people trying to get into Gen Con that day. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Recall, though, Gen Con is open almost twenty four seven once it starts to when it ends. So, uh, the customer service area and I think ticket pickup and purchase there is open. So if you're a if you're a late night person. You can take care of it later or really, really morning, early morning person. Double check their times. But I, I recall swapping out a ticket one year for one event I wanted to do the day after, like before I went home for the night at like 1230. Yep, yeah, like- well, one of my events got canceled. The, the game developer got sick. 
Boo. I'm sad about it. It was okay. It was only a $4 event, but uh, I wanted to play the game. I was yeah. real excited. We'll find something else to do. <laughs> but it was okay. I, that was like my filler event or whatever. I still got... I uh, plan on playing a card game on Saturday. Whichever game... Whichever day is not the cut. Yeah. Um, but do you guys got anything else going on? Ryan, you got a game you're trying to uh, meet up with? You doing Legion as well this year? Oh, no. I, I, oh, no. I actually <laughs> just sold my Legion stuff to a fellow in Kentucky. I, I would that love bad, huh? to play. No, no, no. I, I, I enjoyed playing Legion. It was fun having a Separatist Force. I, I re-figured out once again why I don't play games that... It, it's not as much the assembly. Assembly's fine. It's the painting. Which is weird to say as someone who is an artist at heart, but painting the same thing over and over and over oh. and over. Because I was going to say the the, mo- the big models are painted, but you're talking the minute, the, the fighters and stuff, aren't you? No, like in Legion, nothing's painted. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah, true. You're thinking Armada. Or Armada. I am thinking Armada. Yeah, which I do have uh, just a separatist. Sorry. I, yeah, that makes sense. Fair All right. Enough. Well, that's why, that's why none of us play Legion. So. That's right. I, no, no <laughs> time for that. We will see you Gen Con starting on Thursday. I will be around uh, starting Wednesday so we can get everything set up. But looking forward to see you guys this weekend. If you're not making it out to Indy, make sure to tune in live Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four days of X-Wing action coming to you from GSP. Looking forward to hanging out. We got some giveaways coming. Uh, During my vacation, I picked up some cool things that I'm going to be giving away. So that'll be fun. Thanks for watching, everybody. Gold Squadron.